Hey, this is Ryan. This is Corey. And this is the Unqualified Commission podcast. This week, we have a very special guest. It is absolutely an honor and a privilege to have another guest on our show. Um, it's very rare that we uh, get this many guests back to back to back. But uh, this week, we would love to welcome one of our associate pastors at the church. He is uh, a phenomenal man, and he's an exceptional follower of Christ. I welcome Grant McKinney. Thank you guys for having me. You know, it's it's an honor for you to ask me, and, and I'm humbled to be here. So I appreciate you guys and what you're doing with the podcast. Well, thank you for uh, coming to our Taj Mahal studio. Um, as Tony said, we all start from humble beginnings, but uh, this is this is it. So before we get started this week, uh, Ryan, I'm going to ask you to start us in a word of prayer, please. All right. Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for letting us gather here, Father, and I pray that you speak through us and uh, let us speak truth about this topic, Father, and help us reach people. Just now I pray. Amen. Amen. So this week is week number 17. Yeah, this is episode 17, right? 17, yes. I, don't get me to line, but I think that's right. <laughs> this is, why is mentorship important? Um, so Ryan and I have kind of been on this, um, it's an unofficial series, but we've been kind of answering the unanswered questions. So, you know, we every episode is kind of built on each other. Uh, but this this week is going to be why is mentorship important? And uh, a little bit about Grant and uh, Ryan's relationship is um, Grant. I just met the dude. Yeah, he just tonight. met the dude. Yeah. Just kind of picked nice him up off the you. street. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to come do this podcast with us? <laughs> uh, but really, they do. Um, Grant um, mentors a lot of the youth, and uh, Grant mentors Ryan. And uh, I learn a lot from Grant just by sitting back in the deep dark room in the media room but uh, he doesn't realize all the things he teaches me but i do get to learn a lot but uh, ryan i want you to kind of start us off this week um into talking about mentorship and maybe that what that relationship looks like what how it started you know how it grew stuff like that um, yeah um well the reason i asked grant to be on this podcast is because you know he's helped me through a lot these past i don't know how many years it's probably been what seven eight Something like that, yeah. You know, I, I took over as youth pastor at the church, and you were one of the lucky few that were in the, the group from the very get-go. Yeah, yeah. So if I do have to step in here, um, so I'm probably the newest one at the church. Um, I uh, went to Men's Encounter, and I started going to the <clears throat> church. Uh, but they it was amazing the, um, the relationship that I kind of seen um, with Grant and the youth. Um, he never, you know, made sure everyone got home safely. He made sure... Um, they were taking care of, fed, watered, you know, all those watered. things. <laughs> water the kids. You can't forget to water the kids, you know. You got to make sure they're fed and watered. But uh, it was awesome that uh, although I was new and I was a new follower of Christ, just the acceptance I was received with just from all the staff, at, you know, at a church. But uh, I don't specifically have one person in mind when I say I have a mentorship. I wasn't... Um, in that position where I had just one person, but traveling all over the world and getting to see a lot of things, being in the military and meeting a lot of people, I, I definitely got mentored by a lot of people in my life. And without that, um, of course, a lot of you know my testimony, but um, my mother wasn't in the picture. My biological mother wasn't in the picture. And there's a lot of lessons in life that you have to learn from your biological mother. And my stepmother, you know, tried to teach me everything that she could certainly teach, but, you know, there was always that... Uh, I guess, barrier between us because, mm. you know, she was not my biological mother. But uh, there was a lot of things that people stepped up, women uh, in the church and women throughout my life that 
kind of picked up the slack where my mother left off. So I don't have one particular mentor, but I, you know, I kind of got mentored all throughout my life. Mm. Um, but uh, Grant, uh, I want you to kind of tell us um, if you've had any mentors or, you know, what those relationships have or, you know, I, I, I don't know kind of your backstory or where you came from as far as, you know, how you got started in a church or whatnot. So you can kind of just unfold and tell us what you want to tell us or how you got to this point mentoring kids and then becoming an associate pastor and mentoring the church. Yeah, you, you know, it's it, it's a funny thing. I've actually been at, at the church that we attend um, ever since the doors have been open. You know, it's I think it started when I was like 11, 12 years old, something like that. And so I'm 31 now, uh, so you can do the math on that. But I have, have been at the church we're at now for quite a while. And, you know, people come and go, obviously. Um, you know, it, it's kind of the thing you were saying. There's been several people in my life that have really poured into me. Um, you know, I, I, I would point to, you know, one of my primary mentors being our, our pastor, Tony. Um, you know, I, I am kin to him, so, it, you know, it adds another layer to it. Um, but, you know, you, you think about mentorship and, and taking it even further, having, you know, spiritual mothers and fathers. And, you know, I feel like he's definitely been one of the spiritual fathers in, in my life. Um, you know, and, and building off of that, you know, just wanting to be able to give back to the church and, and being able to, to be that to somebody else. Um, you know, I, I was sitting in the church one night and, you know, one of the few times I could count on my hands that I've heard God speak literally to me. And he says, hey, you're going to marry this girl you're sitting beside and you guys are going to be the youth pastors of this church one day. Um, you know, and, and it was an awesome thing. And, you know, you, you, you hear that call and you think, okay, I, I gotta get ready. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. I gotta do this. And, and there's always a waiting period or, or a prep period that you have to go through. And, and obviously I did that. And, uh, you know, I won't go too far into the story, but had, had moved away for a time and then was able to come back. And when I came back, I took over as youth pastor and, uh, you know, really enjoyed spending time with, with the kids that we had in the youth group. We were, we were very blessed with, with Ryan uh, among many others. Uh, um, you know, and it grew from, you know, just a handful, I think, to, you know, around 2025 by the time we, we turned it over to, to Chris and Kristen. Um, but, you know, in, in stepping down, you know, you step into an associate pastor role and you, you kind of take on a, a bigger responsibility with that. You know, it's not just the youth that, that you're having to talk to, but it's, it's the entire church. Uh, so it's it, it's been a new a new level and, and a new idea of mentorship to me as far as not talking necessarily people that are even younger than I am at this point, but people that are older as well, you know, um, you know, I, I've always lived with the personal motto myself that no matter who you come into contact with, no matter what their situation is, you can learn something from that person. And, you know, it, it may just be, Hey, don't do it the way that they did it. But there's something that you can learn from every person you come into contact with. So I really want to, um, I heard a story this week and it like made me cry like a baby, but it was a 13 year old boy. And of course this boy is now my age, uh, but this was a 13 year old boy who listened to the Christian radio on, um, on the satellite. And either way, uh, he called in one day and he was talking about a baby calf. And he said his father was a professional roper, professional lassoer. Oh, yeah, I heard this. And, uh, he said, uh, this calf was very special to him. Right. And that, um, he loved it so dearly, no, you know, near and dear to him. And one day his father was roping that calf and accidentally broke its spine. Mm. And so it killed the calf. Right. And he, and that little boy 
called in and he was crying and crying and crying. And he said, I can't understand why God took this from me. This was one of the only things I had, you know. And he said that was the only time he heard God audibly was one of the few times when he was a child. And he said, you know, my son was important to me, right? Yeah. And I gave him for you guys, right? And uh, this little boy, you know, he's he's like one of the most popular uh, talk show hosts now. or what? He has taught millions and millions and millions of people, right? And he was a 13-year-old boy who called in on a radio show on a whim, you know? So uh, I definitely believe that that it doesn't matter your age, you can always learn something. There, there's somebody sure. in your life who's mm -hmm. had experiences or had things in their life that you have not, and you can always learn from that, right? So I always, this leaves a bit bad taste in my mouth, but I, I kind of feel like in the church sometimes, you know, we get kind of in that tradition where, oh, this has to do it this way, this, 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 right? And then they, they're afraid of change, mm. right? And they're afraid of new faces. They're afraid of, you know, and I, and that's kind of where, where I've just stepped into this church and I'm brand new, but you know, you guys have allowed me to, to teach Sunday school and to teach and give my story and give my testimony. And that's a huge honor for me, but I, I'm glad to see our church is open, but I do know some people that, you know, they're afraid of young blood. They're afraid of the, uh, learning something from someone who is younger than them. And I, and I want to encourage our listeners. Like I said, it doesn't matter if those people are anointed by God, it doesn't matter what their age is. They can teach you something. You just got to open your ears and listen. Uh, but that's kind of one of the main focal points is um, we're not saying your mentor has to be older than you. you know, there, there's a lot of people who have been in the church for many, 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 many years, but they're still an infant when it comes to Christianity. You know, they have never done anything with their Christianity. And then there's people who are teenagers who are feeding the homeless. They're given missionary trips. They're going on, you know, and they're, and you can just feel the anointing when they walk in, you know, and that's, and I, you know, that's my desire is to become a, a light, you know, to shine even just a small Mississippi boy like myself, you know, but I think that's where the show is so important is because that's something I missed. Like I said, as a, as a child is, is I wish somebody would have taken me under their wing and leaded me and told me what to do after I became a Christian, because I felt like that was the biggest hole in my life is it's like, okay, you're a Christian, but what's step two, you know, what, right. what, what how do you grow? Right. And that's where Ryan and I, I think we really strive to answer a lot of those questions on the show. And although you don't see us, we can be a virtual mentor. You know, right. there's a lot of people in this life that you can learn something just just by hearing their words. You know, I heard the other day, too, you need to have more than one person person speaking in your life, multiple viewpoints, multiple opinions. They each have their own experiences. If you have one person, you know, they could not meaning to, but pull you off. Yeah, the counterweights are going to be super tipped. Uh, yeah, in instead of right. balance. Yeah, right. I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I didn't even think about that until like two weeks ago when I heard the podcast on it. Well, uh, and I mean, it, it brings about a good point. I mean, you could literally make that person an idol in your life. Yeah. I mean, you put that person in, in God's place. It's, I've got to find this person <clears throat> and, and figure out what they're saying. And, and you're taking their word as the gospel instead of turning to the Bible, praying for yourself, trying to figure things out. Well, mm -hmm. that's, you know, I want to say be weary of that. Of course, you know, that's, I'm not saying that, but I am saying like, uh, I do think it's important and not just one person, but like you said, a group of people, I think it's important to find, uh, you know, the scripture says, seek wise counsel, you know, mm -hmm. somebody who can pray with you, somebody who can, um, you know, teach you how to do certain things and not just, you know, spiritual things, but life skills too. You know, I, I really think the world today, 
you know, we're a society full of deadbeat dads. Mm. And it saddens me, you know, dad, deadbeat parents, you know. It saddens me that we, we're growing our next generation. The people, instead of teaching them the right ways, we're, we're kind of just letting the school system do it. We're kind of letting the state do it. We're kind of letting, you know, it's not, it's not the school system's job to teach you, teach a kid, you know, love. That's not, right. that's not the school system's job, you know? So I feel like as a society, we're, we're getting further and further and further away from mentorship. So I, I really, that's why I want to lean in now. And, you know, I want to be not only a mentor for others, but I want to mentor my kids. You know, I want to make mm-hmm. sure that my kids never see some of the things I never had, you know, I had right. to see. So, you know, that's where generational influences come in and stuff like that, but you can't do it alone. You know, I, mm-hmm. I cannot, right. I cannot do this alone. So that's why I'm, you know, I'm banking on, you know, some of these friends that we've had on this show, you know, to, to teach me because I, contrary to popular belief, I don't know everything. Corey's not perfect. <laughs> Corey is not perfect. Uh, so I just want to get that out of the way. But, uh, yeah, I, that's why one of the reasons I started to show is so I could learn, so I could see mm. it for myself, because that's one of our biggest things is don't take our word for it. You know, that's why we want to come together. And, it, you know, if, if three or five people are saying the same thing, and they're well versed in the scripture. They're probably got, probably got some knowledge down up right. their sleeve, you know. So. Yeah, you know, and, and kind of building off what you're talking about, you know, I, I think one of the the main steps, or you know, one of the main things that you need to focus on if if you're trying to mentor somebody is just being real. I, I mean, there's there's power in and sharing your story and saying this is where I've come through. This is the things I struggled with. Uh, you know, something I I've told Ryan plenty of times and, and told all the kids in the youth group is, you know. I hope something that that I'm able to to teach you or impart to you or or help you with, I, I look at it as you're standing on my shoulders and, and you're doing better than I ever could do. And, and that's my goal is, you know, it, it doesn't have to be about, oh, I, I'm winning the game of life and I'm doing better than you are. It's I want you to do better than I did. I want your kids to do even better than you did. You know, um, I, I come across a, a meme on Facebook this week and, you know, you talking about, um, wanting somebody to show you how to do things and and not necessarily just being a, a regular religious person you know you you see the the girl on the dock and there's somebody drowning and they've got their hands stuck up out of the water and, and the girl pray for you. says let me pray for yeah. you you know and, and I think that's that's the sad reality of, of religion today it's oh I'll pray for you you know that, that's great I'll pray for you and they go home and don't have a second thought about it instead of actually being a mentor and saying okay, hey, what's going on? How, how can I help you with this? Well, hey, this is what I dealt with in my life. This is how I grew from it. This is how I, I succeeded. Maybe you could think of something, you know, along the same lines or, or build off of that to do better than I did. Well, and I, and I don't want to come across as that my parents were not great parents. My parents were absolutely amazing parents. But what I'm saying is uh, there needs to be people in your life outside of your parents For sure. that can kind of give you a third world point of view uh, because um, unfortunately, your parents are biased, right? Right. It, it, right. It, it's the nature of the beast, right? Uh, but you know, somebody sometimes just needs to look in and just say, "Hey, this is just a third person's point of view on this situation, mm-hmm. and this is what I believe I can bring to the table." Here's my two cents, you know. And and I'm not saying step in when you're not, you know, welcome <clears throat> or anything like that. But I'm saying sometimes a new set of eyes gives you a whole new perspective. You know, perspective right. is everything. So. Um, I, I wholeheartedly would say, I don't want to come across, I don't want an email again. <laughs> I don't want to come across to say, I'm not grateful for my parents. I, I'm simply saying that they did the best that they could with what they had, with what they had. Right. And, and I'm not faulting them for anything. I, I'm just simply saying, 
I think there's a lot of things you can learn from not your parents, you know. Well, I mean, it's like the old saying, it takes a village to raise a child, you know. <laughs> well, with my six-year-old, it takes about six <laughs> And to build on with what you were saying earlier, you said, uh, I'm a Christian and what now, you know. And I believe step two is finding a church, being planted in that church and serving wherever you can. You know, and if you're a girl, you need to find a older woman that you could be— they can mentor you if you're a guy you know find an older guy that can mentor you and with that with that mentor you need to be open and honest if you're not honest then you know what's the point um what is it that chris said last week he said uh sin thrives in the dark if you're not open about it then how are you going to heal how are you going to change and with finding that mentor i believe they could help youth change if they went through that past experience too and i i wholeheartedly agree that a man needs to find a man because there's yeah, some definitely. things that a man needs to teach you as a man, right? But I don't want also just be like, well, I'm a man. I have to find a man because mm. if there's a woman in your life who's much older, there, you can learn from her too, you know, right? So I agree, but primarily, right? In my, in my opinion, of I course, believe of course. a man needs to find a man as a mentor. Of course, but I, what I'm saying is don't just don't, turn an eye don't look yeah don't look up right. your nose because she's a woman right? yeah yeah so have something to offer and and i'm i'm not saying get too close i'm simply saying keep it professional <laughs> for sure. <laughs> for sure. you know but uh keep, keep the door open <laughs> yeah but uh i already know we're gonna, we're gonna get we're gonna get emails Corey is a crazy misogynistic <laughs> <laughs> kind of like i told the youth all the time no purple you know <laughs> girls are pink boys are blue no purple <laughs> But uh, I think that's a lot of the problem with society, too, is that we we judge before someone even opens their mouth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, kind of just go and just I know we joke about this, but, mm-hmm. you know, I know there's a belief out there that women are, you know, inferior to men. Right. And so there's a certain group of men who won't even give the time of day to a woman, you know, even right. if she's, you know, just even if she is profound in the word. And I just want to say be weary of that. But I also want to say be weary of. You know, don't don't go holding hands and don't go, you know. Well, I mean, it's just like anything else. Use some common sense and don't put yourself in a bad situation. Right, you right. Know? What I'm saying is it would be okay at round table to have a woman in your table. But, you know, when, when the doors are closed and everybody's gone, it, it may right. be an idea to reschedule that meeting. You know, so. Right. Or get a few more people in there. Right, right, right. But I just wanted to kind of hit on that because you explicitly said a man. And well, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not saying that you're, you, I know you and I think on the same wavelength, but I, I'm just saying there's a balance, right? There's, yeah. there's a, there's a For balance. Sure. You know, a little bit of, of my story with this is um, I didn't open up to Grant. Like, it took a while for me to be in the place where I needed to grow. And once I was able to open up, I seen that growth exponentially grow in my life and um over the years he's been able to pour into me in places and well i i know it's hard especially for you to see yourself grow you know to see the growth on yourself yeah but i guarantee if you asked anyone even these last 17 weeks you being on the show and your growth has been exponential it's like you're on like triple 13 fertilizer because like and, you know and and that's the thing it's like here i am looking at 30 years of age and yet I look at you, and you're 21 years old, and yet it's like you got more wisdom than most people who are th- my age. So it's it's funny that 
I look to you as a mentor because I think you, you, you know, you keep me accountable and you make sure I don't say the stupid things. So obviously we <laughs> saw what happened when I went by myself rogue. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, I, I think that's the point we all keep hammering at is, you know, it, it, just because we're, we're talking about mentorship, that doesn't have to look any certain type of way. I mean, that, that could be anything in your life, any, anybody. Um, you know, there's there's women that have really poured into my life just the same as there have been men. There's older people that have poured into my life just the same way there have been younger people pouring into my life. The biggest thing you have to focus on is, is always, like Ryan's talking about it, is just being open and honest with each other. That, that ability to have an open line of communication going back and forth. And there's times, you know, I, I'll talk to Ryan, I'll say, do you really want to know the truth here? Do you really want to know what I think? And sometimes he's like, yeah, give it to me. And then other times, he's like, ah, maybe not. And I'll hold back in those times. But it, it, it's about having that relationship, like Ryan's saying, to where you can literally talk about anything. That's, that's when mentorship really becomes effective mm -hmm. in my eyes. Um, I really think this was an earlier show. This was way earlier in Ryan and I's life. And he said, in order for this to be, to be successful, you got to find somebody who you trust 100% that you can be vulnerable with mm. and don't feel like that your trust is betrayed because yeah. as soon as the trust is betrayed um there's that barrier that's put up right. right and that you and it doesn't matter how how profound he sounds no matter what he says no matter you're you're always going to have that barrier that's going to be a, a an obstacle to overcome and i really like how you said you got to find somebody in your life who you can just be vulnerable with you got to yeah. put yourself out on the table all your feelings, all your emotions, everything, everything, and yeah. just be like, this is what you get. You know, that that's it. So, and I really feel like, especially in our group at church men, I really feel like I've really found a group of men that I can do that with. Right. Um, you know, Sunday school, you guys should have been there, but Sunday school, I was just ugly crying in front of a whole congregation. So, you know, and, the, <laughs> and it was wonderful. It, it was wonderful. I, I, I really enjoyed that, that lesson. But uh, I really, you know, it was funny because as a as a kid, um, and I don't fault my father for any of this, but my my father didn't know how to show love, right? Mm. So he didn't, so he wasn't very affectionate. So we didn't hug, we didn't say I love you all the time. It was just kind of understood, right? right? And like, my father was like one of those. He showed love by taking care of you. So mm. you know, like when there was food on the table, clothes on your back, shoes on your feet, that was how he showed love. He felt right? like he didn't have to say it. Right. Right. And. And I don't fault him for that, but yeah. you know, it was, uh, so we both have went through encounter now and I've tell you like, you know, I've seen more of my father cry in the mm -hmm. past 18 months than I've seen in my whole life. But you know, it was funny because my encounter weekend, I cried the whole weekend too. Yeah. And I said, you know, honestly, I think I'm making up for lost time. I think right. I'm literally, I think crying purifies the soul, washes your soul. I said, I, I think I'm crying for 28 years of my life, right. you know, so, right. but uh, now I cry all the time. You know, I hear a story on TikTok, cry like a baby. My <laughs> wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. This story just got to me, you know, but I, like I said, it, it's important. And I, I enjoy that I found a group of people that I can just open up and be myself, you know, mm -hmm. because like I said on Sunday, everyone has two personalities, the one they let you see and the one that nobody but them and God knows, right? right? So I feel like, and I, and I want to, I want to tell you, you have to be careful who you let your heart out to. For sure. There's mm -hmm. some people who just want to take your heart and crush it, right? There's some people who want to see you be disingenuous. You know, they want to see you fail. So you have to be, you know, you have to put your, trust radar on and say, you know, are these people faithful men of God? Are they faithful women of God? Are they trying to see me be successful? Or are they trying to see me fail? And, you know, you can take just 15 minutes with somebody and really figure out what their intentions are, you know, but I'm grateful. I have now have that in my life that 
I have mentors and people who can lift me up and people who can cry with me and people who can show me and learn, you know, teach and learn things back and forth. And I, and like I said, I think just talking around this table, I think is some of the best lessons I've ever learned in my life, mm. you know? So, uh, but Ryan, I want to kind of talk, um, you're being kind of quiet again this week, so I'm going <laughs> to call you out, but okay, uh, I want to kind of talk about some things in your life or people or goal or things that you have been put in charge of or things that you've kind of spearheaded in a way that God has called you to mentor other people. And I know, of course, we have this ministry, right? We yeah. obviously have this ministry, but I know you do a lot of things that you don't get credit for. And I kind of want to talk, I, I want to kind of just bring those up like a, one thing that comes to mind is at my at my workplace, you know, um, I've been able to make a lot of friends there and I've been able to, I guess, kind of mentor people, you know, and, and teach them the, the ways of God, you know, and uh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, so um, Ryan is going blank. to school for business. Yeah. And I asked him one time, I said, so what is your ultimate goal with your business degree? And he said, I don't know. And I said, well, isn't only your own business, you know, our ministry, isn't that the ultimate goal? And he said, yes. And I said, well, I think you won. You know, you own your own business. You you succeeded at business. And I said, if we got a huge donation one time, you know, today, if somebody gave us $100,000 today, would you walk away from Big Star? And he said, Corey, I don't think I would. I was like, what? Are you crazy. You are absolutely crazy. He said, no, I think God put me at Big Star for a reason, and I still have unfinished business there. And, like, that smacked yeah. me across the head. Like, I was like, here I am being selfish, and Ryan, being younger than me, just hit me with some biblical knowledge. You know, he just dropped the punch on me, and he was like, by the way, Corey, here you go. And I was like, ow, that kind of hurt. You know, <laughs> I've tried to leave a few times, and I felt like if I would have left, I wouldn't have been able to impact the people I've impacted at that place. That, that's an amazing testimony, but I, I just, I know that's some of your life things that you do, and I know you don't get enough credit for that, but I, I just want to say thank you from Corey across mm -hmm. the table right now, because I, I know that, uh, like you said, we, it goes unnoticed, but it, I, I notice it, so, but, and that's where I want to continuously remind you that I see you as a mentor, so I, thank you. I'm grateful that you're part of my life, but, uh, so Grant, uh, outside of the church, what are some things in your life that God has allowed you to uh, kind of lead or kind of manage in your life that you feel like you've gotten the opportunity to minister to others or mentor others, you know, um, outside of the church? Because it, it's pretty easy, and I I don't want to say this jabbing, but it's pretty easy to worship in the church. It's pretty easy to serve in the church because everyone's pretty much doing mm. it, right? But outside of the church, it can be a lot more difficult. You're, you're not around like-minded people. It's difficult to find people who are on the same wavelength as you. So outside of the church, uh, when are some opportunities that you've been given that, you know, God has blessed you with to mentor others or, you know, lead others or see, you know, see kind of a top layer, you know, to mentor other people? Yeah, you know, diving into that, you know, obviously with 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 our lives, you know, work takes up a good portion of our time. And you know, I'm, I'm the chief operations officer at my current position. And, and with that, you know, you comes responsibility and, and you're the boss and you've got to make decisions and you've got to do this, you've got to do that. Uh, but there's also times to where, you know, you have employees that come in and, um, you know, they just need help. You know, it's, Hey, I've, I've got this going on with my family and maybe I need some time off or I need this, or, you know, I need some help with some accommodations. Um, and, and it's opportunities like that to where, 
you get to sprinkle in a little bit of word you get to sprinkle in a little bit of prayer with them and you know it, it means a lot to people when when they come to you struggling with something even if it's outside of of the church or religious realm like you're talking about to still say hey i'm here with you w would you like to pray about this is there anything that that i can do to help you out and and make this go a little bit smoother you know i, I think it it all comes back to having a servant's heart you know it, it's one of those things if you've got that servant's heart it just pours out of you i mean you know you, you'll have opportunities and people come to you even like ryan's talking about with his work people just show up and say hey um, i'm going through such and such in my life you know what do you think and at that point you've got the opportunity to either kind of sidestep it or you speak out the gospel and you share it with them and you know it, it's just those opportunities that, that i think we we so so take advantage of and i think miss sometimes you know just because we're, we're dealing with work or we're, we're dealing with kids or we're dealing with family and we've got our own thing going on and we're so wrapped up in us that if we would truly just listen to what people are saying you know they're asking for help and, and there's opportunities and, and plenty of conversations just to, to throw something in there even if it's just as simple as hey you know i'm thinking about you and so is god don't 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 lose hope and that kind of goes along with uh, what Chris has been talking about in youth class right now. He's going over dangerous prayers, and one of them is uh, "God send me," mm. and that's that's a tough one, you know. <laughs> but I I want to say um, I think it's important to recognize those situations because I think a lot of times we just blow those situations off as just oh this is just work right. or oh this is just uh, <clears throat> this is just this or just this that you know. I think sometimes we forget that how important those interactions can mm. be. You know, and it may be at the gas station, it may be at work, it may be at the grocery store, you know, it may be anywhere that God gives you an opportunity to show God's love to other right. people, you know. And I think it's it's very important to realize the signs and indications of those little, you know, small talks. Mm. And I, I think it's very easy just to kind of blow them off and be like, you know, I'll, and even like you said, I think it's kind of easy to just be like, I'll pray for you, pray a two-minute prayer, and then just kind of send them on their way. Right. And then not really get to the root of it, you know. And mm -hmm. I think we we really have to be careful of of who we come in contact with and what we say to them, you know, because they may be on a path to destruction, and what we say to them may change the outcome of you know their day. So I I have been a lot more praying, you know. I've I've changed a lot of my prayers because like I've been hearing a lot of Chris's messages, and you know he says quit praying safe prayers. You know God protect me today. God can protect you. God can protect you any day. You know but you know, search me, God. Break my heart for break, breaks yours. Yeah. yeah, break my heart. Give me your eyes. You know, and we talked about this last yeah. week. You know, those are dangerous prayers mm. because you start praying prayers like that, God's going to give you some opportunities that arise. You well, know, but you know, I, I think the one thing you, you probably don't want to be praying for is patience because you pray for that. <laughs> God is going to bring people and situations into your life to test that patience, boy, and you'll have to grow some quick and in a hurry. Right. right. Well, um, I want to kind of. I know we've all kind of just talked tonight, but I want to back this up with scripture because yeah. I know we've all, we talked in pre-show and we have, a, there's a lot of verses in scripture mm -hmm. that really back up mentorship and the importance of mentorship. So Ryan, I want to kind of let you kind of yeah. lead that one with, uh, where can you find some mentorship in the scriptures or what does it say about mentorship? Proverbs covers a lot of it. Um, Proverbs 27, 17 says iron sharpens iron. So one man sharpens another. That's a big thing. And um, Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And another big one that I have, I think I already said it. Hebrews thirteen seven. Remember those who led you, who spoke the word of God to you, 
and considering the result of their conduct, imitate their faith. So I said this last week, and kind of, I think last week and this week kind of, they tie perfectly in together. But, you know, I said you can't do something if you don't know how to do something. You know, if you, you have somebody to teach you how to do if it. You, if you've never been taught that grass is green and that your whole life you were taught it was purple, it's going to be hard to teach you that it's not green, you know, or that yeah. it is green. Mm. That's the same thing with prayer. That's the same thing with right. fasting. That's the same thing with becoming a godly man or a godly woman. You got to look to those people who are godly men and women to teach you how to become a godly man or woman. Because if you let the world influence you, especially if that if that's all you've known your entire life, if but if you if you're looking to the world, they're going to teach you the worldly ways. They're not going to yeah. teach you the godly ways. You know, you got to find something godly to to imitate to be godly. But I want to pull up Second Timothy two two, and it says the things which you have heard from me in the presence of many witnesses entrust these to faithful men who will also will be able to teach others also. And then Psalm 71, 18 says, And even when I'm an old and gray, and God, do not forsake me until I declare your strength on this generation, your power to all who is to come. It is our job. God has placed us on this earth to teach the up-and-coming generation. So that that's a huge undertaking. That you something you can't just take lightly. You can't just brush that off and say, Somebody else will take care of it. You know, that that's somebody else's job. Because, you know, the scripture does says the, the harvest is plenty, but the harvesters are few. Mm-hmm. You know, the, there's only a few of us who are out here every day trying to get more and more people to follow, you know. So it's it's very important that it's it's in the scripture. It's truth. It's very important that you mentor the, the up-and-coming generation. Now, I was just thinking, and you can mentor people and not even know it. Um, with your example, with your actions, you know, lead by example, and that way they can imitate you and your actions and know how to act in certain situations. Well, that has been one of my prayers is, God, please let me be a light, you know, that others can look at and get guided. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a tough prayer, too, because, you know, I've heard heard this, too, you know, um, everyone is watching you, right? Everyone's watching how you react, but how you don't react is also a message. Yeah. You know, yeah. how you handle your business, how you uh, confront others, how you praise others, how you confront others, how, you know. And I, we've always heard this, but, you know, you uh, reprimand in private, you praise in public, you know. That's hard to do. It's very easy. Somebody cuts you off in traffic just to fly off the handle and just give them a piece of your mind. But, you know, people are looking at you, like you said, and they're studying how you react. And, uh, you know, if you... I've been trying to do this. When somebody cuts you off, you just say, you know, I pray that you have a good day. People are going to see that. People are going to see that. They're going to yeah. be like, this man has. What's lost- wrong with that guy? Yeah, what's wrong with him? <laughs> He's lost his rocker, you know, but uh, Grant, can you give us any scriptures where people can look to uh, find mentorship? Yeah, you know, um, I, I'll, I'll point you back to Proverbs, Proverbs fifteen twenty two. without counsel plans fail, but with many advisors, they succeed. Um, you know, and, and then pointing back to, to you guys mission verse here with with unqualified commission podcast going back to matthew 28 19 and 20 go therefore make disciples of all the nations baptizing them in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit teaching them to observe all that i commanded you and lo i'm with you always even to the end of the age you know it, it going back to what you guys are saying i mean you're mentoring people you may never meet you know they're just listening to this podcast week in and week out and they're learning things from you guys so don't don't ever get discouraged with yourself and just think, 